0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey,
1: hey, 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 what up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you're listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. And find us wherever you find your podcast. um... Apple, iTunes, Spotify, uh, uh, in Intune, Google Play, and uh, the Believe Podcast Network. That's our home. Believe, B-L-E-A-V.com. Check us out there. they got a bunch of great shows, but none greater than this one. Kevin Cleland, my man, is engineering, producing, running the show. Kevin, what's
0: cracking? How you doing, brother? Hey, Reggie, man. Doing all right. Doing great, actually. Uh, not as good as you, though. This time last year, I was uh, feeling great about my Rams going uh, down the playoff road. This year, it's all on you. Go Niners.
1: Yeah, Go Niners. And we are going to talk about those very Niners and this weekend's divisional round games. We're going to touch on some Lamar Jackson and the Ravens contract. But first up. Kevin, um and, and for for those of us listening out there, I just want to make sure they understand. And we all know if you see the the show art, you know that I am a black male uh, i don't know if you know but kevin is a white male and so when i ask kevin this question i don't know if kevin is actually going to know what i'm talking about or uh, has has heard this phrase before but kevin have you ever heard the phrase get
0: your ass in the house i don't know if i heard it directly i gotta think it's it's gotta be a mom telling kid to get back in the house time for dinner or some shit like that
1: yeah, that's that's how my mom used to phrase it to me. And and, and most people that 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 are of my uh, persuasion, that's what we would hear when we were outside and mom would want you to come in the house. And sometimes it wasn't just to come in for food. It was mainly to get your ass in the house because you are acting a natural fool outside. And that is what Tom Brady did this past Monday. Tom Brady needs to get his ass in the house. It's a wrap. Wrap it up, B. I have never seen, and I knew this was going to happen, Kevin. I knew this was going to happen. I saw it coming when they said they were trading for for, uh, Tom Brady was going to go to Tampa Bay and be a free agent and yada, yada, yada. I knew it was going to end badly. I did not think they were going to win the Super Bowl, right? I thought it was going to end this way two years ago. They got a Super Bowl out the thing, and from there on, it's been catastrophe after catastrophe. This dude tried to back to backdoor his way into the Miami Dolphins and ownership of the team with uh old old buddy that used to coach the Saints and and all that stuff, and then this past year he has looked more boo boo than in any time in his career. I mean, of course he looks boo boo. He's forty five years old. What the hell are you doing still playing football? And to that, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer, but I know what he needs to do. Get his ass in the house. Kevin, if you were watching that game, and I know you like football, so I'm sure you're watching it. I was. Did you see Tom Brady throw the ball, and then when he would throw the ball, he would kind of duck away? Do you remember seeing that? He's 45, and he needs to get his ass inside the house. And – He's throwing these balls and I'm watching him throw balls. And I'm I'm literally sitting on my couch watching like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. This dude is afraid of getting hit. They play football, Kevin. This is tackle football in the National Football League. Probably the most violent sport in the world outside of just boxing or, or UFC. They are running into people. You get hit, and this dude is back there throwing balls afraid to get hit. He can't run no more. He's slower than cold molasses, right? I mean, this dude was throw. He was getting people injured, Kevin. I saw him throw a ball to Russell Gage. Russell Gage got a concussion because Tom Brady threw a ball behind him in the dirt. Russell Gage tried to reach for it, and the, the, the linebacker came and cleaned his clock with his damn shoulder. Concussed. We had to stop the game because Tom Brady got dude, got a dude injured. He threw another ball to somebody else where they got cracked. He threw an end zone interception and they were never, ever, ever in this game. And so they get blown out after being boo boo all year. They were eight and nine. No business being in the playoffs. Only reason that team was in the playoffs because they're in a god awful division, which is the NFC South. Right. They they snuck into the playoffs and then got ramrodded by the Cowboys, rightfully so. And then to top it all off, Kevin, did you see him try to pull the soccer style takedown from behind of the defender uh, running out with, with the fumble? Did you see that?
0: Yes, it was. Uh, it was rather sad. It's like an old man, like just hanging on to something.
1: Bruh, get your ass In the house. Go home. Fix your marriage. I'm not trying to talk to you about your personal, but go home. Do something else. And he never really got to go far. Because, Kevin, where do all old people go to retire anyway? Florida. Florida! He's already there! It's already there. You can get your ass inside the house by just taking two steps away from Raymond James Stadium. Because you don't need to play football no more. And I keep hearing people talk about what he should do. What's Tom Brady's next stop going to be? His next stop need to be the AARP. (laughs) <laughs> okay, go get yourself set up, get your retirement in order. You got $300 million waiting for you at Fox Sports to come do some analyzing. Go do some analyzing because quarterback is done for this dude. And they talk about it. Oh, he could go to the 49ers. If the 49ers bring in Tom Brady, I quit my fandom. I quit. Oh, he could go to the Jets. Man, there's nowhere he can go where he's going to be able to not have to get Hit And he don't want to get hit no more. There's nowhere he can go where the protection is going to be perfect. There's nowhere he can go where the running backs are going to be the best and they're going to always get positive yardage so he's never behind the sticks. Tom Brady cannot make it just happen for you anymore. He's not that dude. And he's not that dude because he's 45. This is expected. But please, 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 please stop acting like it's everybody else's fault because we already saw. Guess who got fired the other day? Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich is fired. Why? Because nobody wants to admit that Tom Brady is just ass now. He's ass and he's an old dude and he should not be playing football no more. But Byron Leftwich is a casualty. Why is it Byron Leftwich's fault? I mean, two years ago they won the Super Bowl. Whose fault was it then that they won the Super Bowl? Of course, it was all Brady. Brady made the magic happen, right? The past, last year Brady had great stats. Byron Leftwich was still, you know, a hot topic. Almost got a job with the Jaguars, right? And now he gets fired because the offense don't look the same. The running game every year Tom Brady has been there has not been great because all they do is pass the ball all day. He got Bruce Arians kicked up off the sidelines because he didn't want Bruce Arians up in his offensive play calling and and all that stuff, right? And now he sucks and Byron Leftwich gets fired. Y'all want to act like Byron Leftwich is actually coaching Tom Brady? You think if Byron Leftwich makes some kind of play call, Tom Brady ain't got the wherewithal to go ahead and change it if he wants to? This is Tom Brady's offense here. Byron Leftwich is just visiting, okay? But now he gets fired because Tom Brady sucks. And I feel bad for that dude because he should have jumped ship because this is, you, you have to see this coming. When the old GOAT shows up and things don't go his way, you're going to be the casualty. He should have taken whatever head coaching job was offered to him back then and now look at him. He got to go do some offensive coordinating somewhere else again. Right. And probably a step down somewhere because ain't no brothers just go and get all these damn chances. As soon as we decide that you can't coach or that you ain't a good, a good enough coach to be a head coach. You got to go intern somewhere as as an officer coordinator again. So, Byron Lethbridge, my advice to you, take the next head coaching job whenever it comes your way. You can't afford to be turning none of these damn jobs down. And Tom Brady. Get your ass in the house. The name of the show is I'm Probably Right. And it's called I'm Probably Right because usually, damn it, I'm probably right. I've told y'all for months, hell, a year about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. And I told anybody who listened, Lamar should definitely play this year, even though he didn't have a contract, because it wouldn't matter. He's going to get his money, whether it be from the Ravens or from somebody else. Somebody's going to pay that man. But the Ravens better pay that man or they're going to lose that man. And let me explain what I mean by lose that man. Because, yes, Lamar Jackson is this was the last year of his rookie contract. And. Now he is a restricted free agent. Now, I mean, basically, he he's they the team. Owns his rights, right? So they're going to either pay Lamar Jackson what he's asking for, and what he was asking for this past offseason is going to be less than what he's asking for now, right? So it just made no sense to me why the Ravens would play this game. And this is what they did. Lamar came out and looked like an MVP for the beginning of this season. Then he had like a little down period where he was just okay and they were losing some games. However, losing games because the Ravens are not a team unless Lamar Jackson is Superman because the Ravens don't put anything around Lamar Jackson. Every other great quarterback in this league, MVP quarterback in this league, the team is always trying to get them weapons at receiver. I mean, outside of Patrick Mahomes, who is just the greatest quarterback of our lifetime, everybody else, they get weapons for the damn quarterback so we can make the most of their potential and the most of their talent. Josh Allen was god-awful for two years. They got uh, digs, and guess what? Josh Allen can ball, although he's been looking kind of boo-boo the last couple of weeks. I, 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 hey, 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 I'm just, I'm just telling you what it is. He has been looking kind of boo-boo. When everybody wanted to crown him as better than Patrick Mahomes, that dude don't even look better than Joe Burrow right now, or Lamar Jackson, if I had to make my choice. But I digress. So Lamar comes out, plays well, then has a little downturn. Then he gets injured and does not come back. Why? Because I ain't got no contract, and y'all about to see what life is like without me. And life without him was a bunch of L's sneaking into the playoffs, and then uh, Tyler Huntley trying to dive over the end zone a yard and a half away, only to get denied and have Hubbard take uh, of the football and go back down the field for a touchdown. A 12-point swing. Ravens lose the game. And if they had Lamar, they would have won because they already beat the Bengals this year with Lamar and lost the second time in the regular season without Lamar, and they had Huntley, and it was a close game again. The Ravens have baffled this whole thing. There is no reason why they would not have given them this money other than they're trying to play this man cheap, and when you played the man cheap, now you're messing with his emotions, right? That dude didn't even come to the playoff game against the Bengals. Why didn't he come? Oh, my knee, you know, my knee is kind of swollen. He went to Twitter and talked about his knee. Because, again, Lamar Lamar doesn't have an agent. He's doing all this on his own with his his mom as, like, his representative. They're just handling it by themselves. So he releases his own press through Twitter and talks about his knee and why he can't play and why he won't be playing. And he doesn't even talk about not going to the game, but he leaves it up for speculation. And we all know why. He's telling the organization, man, fuck y'all. And the organization, by not giving his money, is telling him, man, fuck you. But how are you going to say fuck you to the dude who is your whole organization? Without Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are a trash team. They would not have made the playoffs without Lamar Jackson getting them into first place in that division before he got hurt. And so because the Cleveland Browns messed up the whole game, we had a whole segment on that. They messed up the game for everybody by giving Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money. It changed the game because then Lamar Jackson is like, yo, this dude ain't better than me. So why would I take a dollar less than him? And the Ravens, I understand their point of view is like, yo, but we ain't the whack-ass Cleveland Browns. We don't got to overpay or set the market on fire just because they they did it. But you kind of just do because that's how this business works. The next man up. So if Deshaun Watson got to have money, blame the Cleveland Browns. Now it's your turn to fall in line or you're going to lose this dude. And what you're going to do is you're either going to have to pay him more money than what he was even asking for last year, or you're going to franchise tag him for the next two years, and then you're going to lose him for absolutely nothing after two, and your franchise will be in search of another Lamar Jackson. And newsflash, there's only one Lamar Jackson. So why wouldn't you just pay him? And there's speculation that people are talking about, oh, they could trade him. There's no way in hell they are trading Lamar Jackson because you don't just trade MVP quarterbacks in this league. They are very hard to find. There's only 10 really good ones. Lamar Jackson is in that top 10. Lamar Jackson, for me, is in the top five because he does more with less than anybody else in this league. So they're not going to trade him because they can never get that value back. I don't care how many draft picks you give them. Their draft picks are just lottery tickets that have not that you don't know are going to cash in. They're just lottery tickets. These dudes might not make it, especially at quarterback, because it's very hard to find a dude who can do what Lamar Jackson does. It's impossible. There's one of those. So they're either going to pay him all the money in the world or they're going to franchise tag him for the next two years and then he's walking and then what do you do as a baltimore franchise nothing but look like you've got egg on your face and the fans mad at you because you tricked off this whole deal having this mvp guy here because you played him cheap back in 2022 happy new year baltimore good luck back after the break Ah uh uh yeah divisional round playoffs coming up we got reggie's picks baby i hit a six pick parlay last week i got an eight pick going i'll tell you what i did i'll tell you what i'm where i'm going with it but we're gonna talk about each game real quick real fast and i'm gonna make you some money and i want my 10 percent. so let's
0: start it off kevin what's the first game what we got got jacksonville at kansas city kansas city minus Mm. eight and a half they can cover that That is a large spread. It is. I
1: I don't know about them covering that. I think they should. I checked the weather in Kansas City. It's supposed to be like 40 degrees, 50 degrees, which isn't that cold. But I think around that time, it should be about 40 degrees. It still is a little cold. And I don't trust hot weather teams going to cold weather to play games. And these teams have already played each other in the regular season. And the Kansas City Chiefs beat them by 10 points. I think that's where the 8.5 is coming from. And last week, the Jaguars didn't look great versus the Chargers, but they did come back, so they got to have some confidence. I think it's closer than 8.5, Kevin. I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover that 8.5. And and I don't think it's the over, because I think the over right now is about 52 points. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take under 52 And I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover eight and a half. But I still got the Chiefs winning, though. Chiefs are winning. Just, I don't know if they'll cover that because
0: that's two scores. I don't know. All right, bold prediction. Let's go to the Giants at Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus seven and a half. Okay, so
1: this one is getting all the love that people are talking about because the Giants just had this great win over minnesota is amazing now yeah (laughs) daniel jones is a baller because he beat minnesota (laughs) he looked good against minnesota everybody looks good against minnesota hell did you see philadelphia philadelphia looked great against minnesota okay everybody gets healthy everybody beats up on minnesota they play no defense i don't think that the Cinderella story continues here, and I know I think was it seven and a half yep. for uh, the Eagles, yep. and I think the only reason it's seven and a half because the first time they played the Eagles mollywhopped them. The second time the Eagles beat them, Jalen Hurts was a little hurt, and the and the Giants didn't even play nobody. But the Eagle the Giants have no receiving weapons. They basically have no receivers, and the Eagles have two top corners a great defense, a fast defense, a defense that gets after you. Hell, the Minnesota Vikings only had 38 sacks, I think, this season. The the Philadelphia Eagles got like 66. They're going to get to Daniel Jones. They can pressure him, and as long as Jalen Hurts is healthy, I think this is a beat-em-down game. I can see them covering the 7.5. I did my own teaser, and I teased it up to 14 points plus for the Giants, and I took them to not get beat by 14. But I think the Eagles cover seven and a half. I just don't think the Giants have enough to, to hang with them. And on defense, what are they going to do with all those weapons they got? It'll be, a. I think it'll be a,
0: a, a low scoring game, but I got the Eagles covering the seven and a half. All right, man. I agree. Uh, this one is a perplexing uh, matchup, which is going to be an emotional game uh, on both sides. Cincinnati at Buffalo, Buffalo minus five and a half. It's going to be tough emotionally for both sides.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why it's five and a half. Only thing I can think of it being five and a half is because the Cincinnati Bengals have lost like three offensive line starters the past three weeks, and so that's not good. I mean, hell, we remember the Super Bowl with Kansas City and the Bucks. Everybody thought that Patrick Mahomes was so great, he was going to make it happen, even though he was missing half his offensive line. Not good, especially when you had the Bucks back then with a really good pass rush and a really good defense. Only problem here with the Buffalo Bills is They lost Von Miller, so they don't really have a pass rush. I mean, they still got Ed Oliver, but they're not getting after you like you would imagine. And, hell, Skylar Thompson just did a number on them. What do you think Joe Burrow going to do? I'm taking the Bengals in this game. I just think they've got too many weapons on the outside. The Buffalo Bills are missing all kind of DB help, and they can't get any real pass rush. And Josh Allen has looked kind of pedestrian his last couple of weeks. And Joe Burrow just keeps ascending and keeps looking better. I think they just find a way to get it done. I'm taking the
0: Bengals in this game. I agree. All right, let's move on. Last one. Your game of the week. And uh at home in Santa Clara, Dallas at Santa Clara. Niners are minus four and a half. <laughs> Man, this
1: is this is the game right here. It's gonna be There's purdy. so much going on. It's going hey hey, look at that. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty. But it's going to come down to Purdy and Dak Prescott. Which of these guys is the better quarterback? And, man, I got to tell you, I'm being honest here. Dak Prescott, to me, is a top 10 NFL quarterback. Brock Purdy's been playing with house money, and he hasn't. This whole stretch that we've been winning these games, I've been trying to tell 49er fans, yo, y'all relax. We haven't played anybody. This is the first real game that we're actually playing a good defense with a real pass rush, with real DBs, and a quarterback and an offense that can put up some points. This is going to be a test. And this is when we're going to see why Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, he was a four-year starter, so he should look calm and collected when he's back there. But what separates him from the real talented guys that get drafted in the first and second round is can he make those arm throws that need to be made when DBs are are dwarfing the receivers? Can he get away from a Micah Parsons? Can he run and make things happen? And I just don't think that he can. I know we've got all the weapons on our side of the ball. Our defense is dope too. But the problem with our defense is our DBs aren't, I don't know if our DBs can match up with all their receivers and all that talent and Dak Prescott. And Dak looked amazing last week. So I'm I'm picking the Cowboys to win this game. I'm hoping with my heart that the Niners do it. And, and man, if Purdy gets this done, I got to shut the hell up and move on. But I just think the Cowboys, I think they're ready, man. I think this is, this is the time for them to come in here and, and make something happen. And, you know, Dak's my homeboy because I did the commercial that didn't air, but I love Dak. But if I'm being honest, I think the Cowboys win this game. I think they cover that, that minus four and a half, and I think they win. What you got, Kevin? I know you got some you got some draft duel stuff you going to tell me about. What you got?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about I We'll add a little bonus round here. Uh, I do think the Niners are going to pull it up. I think home field advantage is going to be huge. For um, those that do play uh, a little bit in the uh, fan duel uh, arena, uh, I'll give you four picks on a Saturday lineup. Uh, I'll give you a quarterback, running back And a wide receiver Actually I'll give you three Actually I'll give you the defense too So I'll give you four Saturday, you can fit this into your lineup uh, Staying under the salary cap Gotta go with Patrick Mahomes I'm gonna go running back Miles Sanders uh, I think he's gonna have a good game actually He's been kind of quiet But uh, the salary's right I think he'll fit in just fine uh, For wide receiver I'm gonna go with Zay Jones as a pick I think he's gonna have a pretty decent game And I'll give you the defense uh, as Philadelphia, actually, on Saturday. So those are their uh, four picks for the Saturday main. All right, Sunday main. Let's do uh, the same thing. I'll give you a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a defense. Got to go with Josh Allen. I believe he still will come back. He's going to bounce back at home. I think he's going to have a great, great game. Uh, I do believe that the 49ers are going to be running on all weapons with uh, wide receivers and running back. So, I'm taking Christian McCaffrey for running back and Brandon Ayuk for wide receiver. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and parlay all that with the San Francisco defense. I just think they're going to wow. be really, really good at home. I would have tried to fit one more San Francisco player in that lineup, but you can only have 3. <laughs> so, I'm Niners all weekend or all Sunday for you guys.
1: Hey, I know, and I'm a Niners fan, and I just don't got no faith. I'm just I, I got my jacket says Faithful to the Bay. I'm just the honest participant on a spectator I just think that the the Cowboys is is their, it's their time and I just don't trust the quarterback to make it happen but I hope that I'm wrong I hope that I'm wrong yo you've been listening to I'm probably right my name is Reggie Watkins thank you guys so much rate us review and subscribe comment but please don't be hating make sure you tell a friend if you like the podcast find us wherever you find your podcast believe.com is our home b l e a v.com it's the Believe podcast network we'll see you all next week peace